You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just gotta turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Are you ready? I said, are you ready? You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast, brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans, discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics, the one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the Fan Sportscast, hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds. Taylor Gatwood and Tyler Wright. Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of Voice of the Fan Sportscast with your host, Ben Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood. Tyler Wright, man, so good to be back for another episode to discuss NFL news, NBA news, and what's ever trending. So, uh, how how y'all weekend, guys? What y'all been up to? Pretty good, just watching football. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not doing Yeah, Taylor came over for a couple hours yesterday, uh, Sunday, to watch the Bills and the Chiefs. So we had a pretty well, good time. Yeah, see, Tyler, you missed out, man. We had some pizza, wings, some little Rotel. Had to get that negative COVID test, bro. Man. <laughs> nah. but you could just pull one of your tricks like you did from a birthday party, but, hey, I ain't going to bring that back that. up. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brittany said, yeah, I test Tyler to stop by your, to come by for your birthday. I'm like, what? I'm like, he didn't say anything. You didn't cheat. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, it's it's good. Uh I know I did it kinda kinda uh put on the little you know, little gathering kinda late. It's kinda late notice anyway. But um I just wanna uh, sit down and chill and watch uh, some playoff football with y'all. Uh speaking of playoff football, uh the first game of the game the first game of the uh, Sunday was the Bucks and Packers. It was pretty interesting. Uh, I thought for sure the Packers would come back, but I don't think they even had a lead through the whole game, which is kind of sad. You know, when you don't want to see you, you want to come out you no know, strong and, and showcase your talent and, and and pose your will on the other team. But it seemed like the exact opposite thing happened, which is, which is caught me by surprise. Like I said, I didn't see it uh, actually happening like that, but Hey, it's Tom Brady, right? Oh, good. I, I, well, when they got the ball first and they started off the game with a touchdown, I just feel like they, they, that's, uh, that's how it all went down here after that because uh, they 
showed them what's up to start the game. And that's, they, they uh, showed them what tempo, how, how they're going to play out. And that's how it played out. And the score was um, 31 to 26 Bucks. Uh, yeah, the Bucks came out the gate firing all cylinders. And they seemed like they had a pretty good game plan in place. Um, they knew who they wanted to go after. They knew what part of defense they wanted to attack, and they executed uh, flawlessly. Um, they did. Yeah, they were they were attacking. Um, what's that guy on the corner? King. Yes. Yeah, King. That's yeah. the one, Scotty Miller burnt before half. Yeah, like yeah, it seemed like King was not prepared this game. I don't know where his mind was. Uh, he had some very bad coverage on uh, Sky Miller and a couple on Chris Godwin. And uh, I think he gave up the touchdown to uh, Mike Evans also, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, it just seemed like the Bucks knew who the, the weakest link were on that defense uh, secondary. And, bro, they, they just went right after him. That dude can catch a break. He was messing up all game. Yeah, so, uh, you know, everybody's talking, yeah, you know, Bray going to get crazy for everything, but the bus defense, bro, <laughs> oh, my word. Yeah, and Rodgers couldn't get no time. Their, their pass rush is so good. It is. It's very underrated, to be honest. Nobody really talked about Shaq Barrett, who led the league in uh, sacks a couple years ago. Then you got Jason Pierre-Paul. We already, we already know what he can do. Yeah. And they got they finally got Vita Vea back. Dominican too. Dominican too, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And they got Devin White, a linebacker. Devin White's a baller. He might be, he's already a top five middle linebacker for sure. Yeah. That dude is balling. He's been balling my playoffs. I love it. And somebody else that's underrated is that Whitehead. That dude can hit, man. Yeah. That safety. Yeah, they come out, they play really aggressive. They they real physical. They made a statement to start the game. And yeah. They did and uh you know like I said Tom Brady gonna get the credit for the win, but we all know the defense held held up <laughs> for this game. That's why they really won. Because uh Brady he had uh he only threw for two hundred and eighty yards with three touchdowns, three interceptions. And um Fortnite had a, a decent game. He had fifty five yards with one touchdown. They did run the ball uh, close to uh, 15 times. So, well, a little bit about 20 times because I forgot uh, 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 the other running back played. So, oh, don't. Yeah. They had, so, they had they had a nice little uh, tandem going on, but the defense is really what held everything together. Brady threw some ducks up in the air. He threw some prayers up. And I'm surprised Packers didn't do anything. Usually when a quarterback throws three interceptions in a game, you're usually going to lose that game. I really, thought was, I really thought it was going to be worse than that. Cause when, especially when they scored their touchdown before the half, the Bucs, oh, it's, it's over. Yeah, it was like 20, yeah, all it was 28. It was like 28 to 10 or something like that. Yeah. It was 21 yeah. to 10 and a half. And then to start the second half, that Whitehead hit hit Aaron Jones and he fumbled and Devin White took it to the ten and then they scored and it was twenty eight to ten. So they had all the momentum. Yeah, Aaron Jones been stud all year, man. I know 
he had to be hurting, uh, giving up some two costly fumbles. And Aaron Jones don't usually fumble, but that was some great hits. I mean, they, hit. um, they put the crown and helmet on one of them hits. And, uh, I mean, you know you can do about it when you just make a great tackle like that to cause a fumble. And, like I said, Green Bay, they couldn't do anything with their turnovers. Green Bay only scored six points off of turnovers. That's unacceptable in a playoff game. If Brady give you three turnovers, you better capitalize at least he scored 17 points from the two turnovers. And that was, that was the big difference in the game. Like I said, Green Bay only scored six points off turnovers. And um, the Bucks scored 14 points off of turnovers. So think about that. Also, 14 points look, off a of turnover for the Bucks. Buccaneers have the upper hand. But Matt LaFleur. Yeah. But Matt LaFleur, uh, he's still kind of wet behind the ears. That's the way it is. That dude just, he just, uh, he doesn't have any balls, I guess. He's going to kick a field yeah, goal. Yeah, the thing is, like, they didn't do anything to help out Rodgers and O-line. Like, they still were trying to throw it down the field deep. When they were getting pressure in their face, why not start off with some quick passes? No, some screen game. Well, they, the thing is, like, they were just getting pressure with that front four. So you had to help. You got to have Aaron Jones chip or something to give that, give that old line some help. Like, that's just plain ridiculous. You even remember yeah, them throwing a screen? Huh? I don't even remember them throwing a screen. Uh, I don't, I don't think they did either. I think they threw a couple of quick passes to Devontae and VS, but I don't remember not one screen. I feel like it's, it's different when you get when you get pressure with your front four, bro. Can't run on screen. It's really tough to yeah, do anything. Yeah, I know, that's true. I don't linebackers are set. And uh, yeah. they ain't moving nowhere. They not blitzing or nothing like that. So they just sitting back and watching. And uh, it's just, man, oh, man. People don't, people don't realize how important the D-line is because, like, the D-line will make your, your corners and safeties better because you put pressure on the quarterback, it makes them look better because it's easier to cover when there's pressure on the quarterback. And that's why the Saints lost. Yeah. I don't even remember how many sacks they got on Tom Brady in the New Orleans Saints game. And that, mm-hmm. that's not going to that's not going to – what do you say? I was, saying, I was watching something. I realized that all the top defenses in the league, they have, like, elite offensive – elite defensive lines, elite front four. Yeah. Yeah, yeah like you got Saints, great pressure. Rams are so good on defense. You right. have to create pressure to, in order to create turnovers. That's how Washington – you know, they were able to, to put a string together some wins. Got to have a, a pretty good D-line. Pittsburgh with uh, T.J. Watt. You got to have pressure. And Green Bay, boy, they 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 need some pieces next year in order to get over the hump because they wouldn't get any pressure on Brady. They wouldn't, and you can't really just blitz Brady. You can't have him sit back there. So you, like, pick your poison. Do I blitz him? And try to make the ball come out of him, and are he going to find over receiver, or you know, I'll just let him pick us apart. Either way, if you're not getting pressure, you're going to lose. And so, let's, right. but like Green Bay, they had a chance to win this game, but it's just bad play calling. Matt Lafleur, I just, he, I guess he got kind of distracted, or I guess kind of in shock of how big this game was. 
Maybe you got kind of sway like you do when you play Madden and you play in tough competition and you just kind of kind of lose your nerve. So he just didn't make the right play calls. The defense couldn't stop nobody. But what's so crazy about it, the Packers were still in the game. Yeah, Brady started throwing them interceptions, man. That threw yeah. me off so bad. So what does that say about the Packers, or what does it does that say something about the Packers, or does it say something about the Bucks? Well, I mean, one of the, I mean, a couple of the interceptions aren't really on Brady, or one of them was like Mike Evans could call right. that. Mike Evans could call. Some of the interceptions Brady threw were like punts, though. They were like they were like on Green on Green Bay on twenty or their own thirty. It wasn't like a key interception where you pick it off in the put in the bus territory. They were like they were essentially just like punt. So the field position, yeah. Uh, what was Green Bay? Uh, Green Bay and Bucks had almost the same percentage on third down, but it just when you come off uh, firing all cylinders and you score first and you score big and score fast, and your defense ain't that really anything, you're not gonna come back from it. And uh, like I said, I just don't like the play calling from Green Bay. Like you said earlier, you just got to capitalize off those turnovers, bro. You got to. And got to. I'm going back to the Saints because they didn't capitalize on some key moments in that game. The first remember the day, the, uh, when they got down in the bus red zone twice, they came away with six points, just like Green Bay here. I mean, that right. is aggravating when you're that close to the end zone and you can't find a way to score. You don't have a one of your best plays in your playbook to get you into the end zone or get somebody open into the end zone. I just playing ridiculous. And um everybody talking about that play where uh Aaron Rodgers threw into double coverage to Devonta Adams on uh third down and everybody thought he could scramble. I thought he could have ran it too. From he what I thought him. I thought to be honest, it would have been kinda of close. I don't think he he would have scored. But he at least got to the two yard line, or he would got at least fourth and third, or I mean fourth and three, or fourth and two. Like he would been close to the goal line. I don't think he would score. Cause it was like two defenders on Devontae, and they could easily just peeled off and just beat him to a corner or something. Yeah, right. So, like, so this is this is their plan. Oh, we're gonna kick this field goal and, and think that Tom Brady ain't gonna get one first down. One one first down, you gonna take your chance. You gonna take your chance. Right. Not the, the goat. The goat not getting one first down. I know, right? That's your plan. That's your plan? <laughs> it wasn't a very. I don't think they thought. I don't think they thought it through. They were like, "Yeah, our defense been playing great, guys. They've been great this whole game. So we gonna we gonna kick it to Tom Brady and let them stop him." Yes, I and got so much faith in my defense. Thing. Look, I know I would look. The I would look. Playing playing. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't good at all, man. If I would, I would look at Matt Lafleur. I was like, "So you trust your defense? Look me damn eyes, and you can tell me right now you you think they can stop Tom Brady right now over the MVP." <laughs> I like. I wanted to see Come his on, reaction. Man. Like, I think he was straight lying to my face because there's no way. Even I don't think he. I don't know what he was thinking about, but he should have thought like, "Man, my defense." They already gave up 31 points. I mean, I really want... He thought, he thought that they got some interceptions that thought it was different. <laughs> he like, oh, man, Tom Brady won't look kind of shot. We might, we might have a chance. 
What do you think Aaron Rodgers gonna throw another one of them crazy Hail Marys again? I don't know. He like he was he was thinking he was thinking too hard when he should have kept it simple. And it's fourth down, man. It like I said, granted Aaron Rodgers should have ran that and picked up some more yards. If you plan for an extra down, it doesn't matter you get on third down. It's just it's just a matter of how many yards you can pick up. And if they were fourth and third, then I mean fourth on the three yard line, then of course they would have went for it. Like it's a known brainer, but I feel like it was a known brainer, no brainer on fourth down, fourth and ten anyway. Yeah, I don't know. That was just that was a Bill O'Brien play call. <laughs> so what y'all think, <laughs> think about this? They say Aaron Rodgers had lost. Oh, uh, how many? It was four, no five. Yeah, he like one in five or something. Yeah, he lost like five conference championships. I was like, where have I been? Like I, I haven't noticed. Yeah. yeah, I haven't noticed. I like he been that many. I'm like, okay. I'm like, they, wow. I didn't even know they, they. You know they did the same thing last year. They went thirteen and three last year and lost in the NFC Championship. Yeah, they lost to the um Niners. Yeah, the Niners. Yes. So that's just that's wow. So what, what y'all? So what, what what does that say about Aaron Rodgers? Y'all think? Oh, that's not on him. That game wasn't on him. Well, you know, they say you can't win a big game, you can't get over the hump. And like Skip Bayer said, Aaron Rodgers is overrated. No. That wasn't on him. Anybody that say Aaron Rodgers is overrated don't know sports. Yeah, seriously. Like, I really? No. You can't be overrated if you get to that many conference championship games. So that doesn't make them you know, overrated. Not, it's not easy to win a Super Bowl, man. Yeah, I mean, not. I'm Tom Brady makes it look easy, but he's the only one. Yeah, and so I, I, I a, got a I got a question for y'all though. Mm-hmm. Do y'all think that they need more? The Packers? Yeah. I think they need another receiver. They need a receiver. They need an uh, offensive lineman. Well, probably, we we've got Bakhtiari being hurt was a big deal. Bakhtiari being hurt was a big deal. Yeah, uh, they need a uh, they needed some corners. They need a D lineman. They need a defensive tackle. I can see. So I'm saying, we gotta start improving on the defense or on the offense. I feel like, I mean, can you really complain with 13 and three? Like, you can't. But you know, those guys are playing for Super Bowl. They know they don't got that many uh, chances left. So, do you improve the defense? I I improve the defense. I don't see nothing wrong with Alan Lazard and and MVS and and um and Tanya. I don't see nothing wrong with those guys. He got Andrew, Jamal Williams, AJ Dillon. I don't see nothing wrong with those guys. Maybe you can pick up a free agent from uh, a free agent wide receiver, but in the draft, man, you. Or you could you could do it the other way. You could improve your defense by getting defense defensive free agents, or you can draft a receiver. But you know how good that receiver gonna be, nobody knows. So you know if I'm if I'm them, man, I'm like I'm, I'm gonna look at and see what they did. And like, look, like we they got a good quarterback and they got a good D line. Why don't we do that? Yeah, you, you know? need to improve that like, defense. D line is so important. Like it really like over the years, like the teams that are usually in at the end have a good D line. Like yeah, the Niners yeah. last year, the Niners had such a good D line last year. They had Divorce Buckner and Nick Bosa and all of them. 
Mm-hmm. Like, it's important. That D-line is so, so crucial. It, it really is. I, the, even the Chiefs can create a little bit of pressure from that D-line. And, uh, because they got Frank Clark and Chris Jones. Mm-hmm. So, you got to invest in your defense if you want to get over that home. Everybody think you just need a uh, stock quality quarterback to get you over the home, but actually you need a you need a pretty solid D. Yeah, because uh, like last year, a he's a medium, he's a mid, middle of the pack quarterback, and they made the Super Bowl. That's right. Uh, Darius Smith, he didn't have any sacks, and he probably the best D lineman you have, D N you have. So that's a problem. How many, how many sacks do they even have? Like one or two? They had one. I don't, I don't even remember him yeah. getting pressure on him like that. They had one sack. That's a, man. That's was crazy. He, one sack. Was it Kenny Clark? Well, didn't he get a sack? It was um, yeah, Clark. Yeah, Kenny Clark's not bad. They just need yeah. they need another edge rusher. So, uh. It's just, the Packers need to improve the defense. I say Aaron Rodgers needs to start pounding about receiver. You need to start talking, thinking about how a defense can get a stop for them, so they can't advance to, uh, to the Super Bowl. It's all about stops, man. And um, cause we know what they can do. I mean, shoot, they went thirteen and three. So if I'm not, I'm not looking for looking towards the offense side of the ball, I'm looking towards the defense side of the ball. I mean, I can understand uh, why Rodgers was mad that they took a quarterback first round because they could have got somebody to help him out this year instead of well, a backup quarterback. Was a, that was a dumb pick to, to get Jordan Love. I mean, he's got freaking Aaron Rodgers. Like, why? Who, who, even knows, who, who even knows if he's going to be good or not? I mean, exactly. I mean, I'll kind of suspect on Jordan Love, too, and the Saints were like, his name, the Jordan Love would attach to the Saints. I'm like, oh, I don't know. You know, I. I don't see nothing really impressive. He got strong arm, but there's nothing they like. They got oh. some good receivers. There's a lot of good receivers in this draft class. Yeah, they, they missed got. out a lot. They missed out, bro. Yeah. They really this, did. The, the receiver, this receiver class was crazy. It was. Yeah, it's bad. I can hey. see why uh, Aaron Rodgers would be upset. I'll be upset, too, because Jordan Love was hey. a waste of tape, in my opinion. Is he going to be a feature? Uh, we don't know that. So, uh, he, he won another contract, too. Yep. Yes, exactly. So the Bucks take down the Packers in the NFC Championship game. So a lot of happy Patriot fans. <laughs> well, I'm gonna say a lot of happy Tom Brady fans right now, and a lot, whole lot of happy Buck fans. And they get to see their team go to Super Bowl. And I just gotta say this: I hope y'all lose. Did y'all did y'all see that stat though? It said uh. In his 21 years, he's made the Super Bowl 10 times. That's 47%. And they said in Steph Curry's career, he shot, uh, he's 43% from three. They said there's a better chance that Tom Brady's going to be in the Super Bowl than Steph Curry makes a three. That is a crazy Where do they come up with this stuff? I don't know, but that's kind of funny. They almost, they're trying to tell you they're getting worse, man. They almost like LeBron. LeBron scored 30 points on Taco Tuesday, so he's he going to average 30 every Tuesday, so watch out for that. Come on, Ben. Come on. I'm just saying, man. They they finally come up with a stat for everything. 
But when you're that good, man, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta talk about him a lot. Nah, I don't know. Tom Brady, you gotta talk, you gotta, you gotta hype him up, man. You have to. You got to. He, he he might be the why, best. Why do we need to be hyped up? If you're the greatest like that, why do we need to hype him up? I mean, he, he don't do it himself. He, he ain't done it over and over. He don't do it himself. It's just uh, everybody. Saying, like, I'm saying with these these stats, man. Like, what's the like? I understand. Like, you trying to draw in a crowd. You trying to make it make it like a wow factor, or whatever. But man, just it. I don't need that stat. I can see it from with my own eyes on the field, like, yo, he won freaking, you know, these men's Super Bowls. So, you know, I feel like they'd be pouring it on too thick. He's made the conference championship 14 out of his 21 years. Yeah. That's nuts. He really shouldn't have made it in NFC, but, you know. <laughs> the Saints like really that. should be in this spot. That really should. Yeah, Drew, I think if you had fully healthy Drew. Oh, with a fully healthy Drew, I think we, we got a chance at the Super Bowl. Exactly. It seemed like everything just happened every year to the Saints for well, no reason. You know, it was kind of bad time. Y'all kind of got a good defense at the, at the back end of his career. Drew really should have at least like two or three Super Bowls. Well, if y'all would have had a good defense throughout that whole stretch, then yeah. yeah. Because if you had like a good defense, Drew would have some MVPs and some rings. Exactly. Drew would be Tom Brady with, like, four rings. I don't know about but. Tom Brady, but he'd be, <laughs> he'd be, a, he'd be number two. Right, he'd be on. Aaron Rodgers with rings. <laughs> he, he's already like Aaron Rodgers. They both got one ring. Yeah, so they already the same. Nope. All right. But with more, with more. Yeah, <laughs> right, let's move on to the uh, Bills and Chiefs. <sighs> All right, so basically both of my teams, the both teams I picked to go to the Super Bowl are not going. Bills, they, their defense let them down. You see another example. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. The, they, they, the Chiefs were just having their will, man. It seemed like they were just... Having fun, you know. Hey, hey guys. Hey, Tyreek Hill, go long. I hit you. Hey, uh, Kelsey, just run a dig route and just stop and catch it and go for thirty yards. You know, uh, Harmon, just stand right there on three football. You take it eighty yards, okay? Like they were just having their way, man. Every play they were calling, just it was just working. And the Chiefs and the Bills, like they didn't, they didn't know what to do. It seemed like the defense coordinator just calling wherever defense will play. That might stop the Chiefs. Like, hold on, this one might work. No, that ain't work. Let me call this one. And it just man, it was downhill from they. I mean, they went up on the uh, Chiefs early, two scores. But you know, you gotta play all four quarters. You know that. You know, maybe man, they, they're talking about uh, like after Josh Allen, he didn't have a great game, and like he was kind of inaccurate. And they're all saying, oh, he's just every, he's what we thought he was. Like, maybe just disregarded everything else he done this year just because he had one bad game. That's what makes me mad. People do that stuff. They do that I know. Were they, were they not riding his bandwagon the whole the whole season? And did he exactly. not prove him wrong? He had a bad game. I'll yeah. say that. But, like, the dude had a great season. Like, he, he I know. definitely was the right him. 
he had a going to get MVP votes. Yeah. It's stupid. See, that's why I'm like, no, different analysts like that, man. They flip-flop. No, just a guy had one bad game, that's the end of the world. I mean, every quarterback has a bad game. No, granted, it happened mm-hmm. the wrong time, but still, man, it, when you're when your defense can't stop anybody, you pressing, and when you press, that's yeah, what happens. Turnovers happen. Even if he went off, they still were off. Exactly, cause they couldn't make a stop. They couldn't get the yeah. Chiefs off the field. So, I mean, what I mean, you want the man to do? I mean, he gonna press. He now he had to force the ball downfield, and he got forced into coverage. He probably got forced into uh, double coverage and places that he, he really don't want to throw the football because he can't dink and don't downfield. You, you know, you got it's a race against the clock too. You playing the opponent and the clock. So what you want this man to do? And he, you tell tell the defense to to make a stop. Tell the defense to make a play. Don't put it all on Josh Allen because he had a bad game. No, the defense had a worse game. And we also have no run game. And the, oh my word, see. That's the problem I have with certain offenses. They think they can just throw, go out there and just sling it all day long and they expect, you know, the defense to be tired. No, the, the you're not making a defense tired not one bit. They just, right. I mean, it's not that hard hey, to run the ball. Everybody can't be the 08 Saints. They can't. So I, I, I remember looking at Josh Allen's stats and uh, guess how many times he threw the football. Like forty eight or something. Forty eight times. Forty eight times. And then Devin Singletary had six rushes for seventeen yards. Yeah, six they had rushes. Josh Allen had more rushing yards than him. Josh Allen had eighty eight rushing yards. Yeah, eighty eight. Eighty eight. And second, they only gained the ball to Singletary six times. And you know the Bills had a decision in game two to go for our kick a field goal. Like, who who is talking to the coaches in the area? And like, yo, the numbers are telling you you need to go for it. The numbers has to be telling them they need to go for it. If they using analytics, I'm pretty sure analytics are saying you need to you need to score a touchdown here, not no field goal. Yeah, I don't think they be thinking about them analytics in game, bro. Man, the Chiefs, I heard it. I think it was the Chiefs are big on analysts. And Andy Reid would go go for a fourth down in a heartbeat. But, he but I'm saying, though, you need a score. That was Chad Henney. Even did it with Chad Henney. Yeah, he did. You need Chad Henney. <laughs> I mean, look, what, what Hearns Edwards say? We play to win the game. As you see, that that what we do, don't we? That's what we that's what we plan, right? When you and gambling, they're kicking all this field goal. Like you ain't gonna beat the Chiefs kicking field goals, man. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right, all right. You we'll take three, and y'all take seven. We'll take another three, and y'all take another seven. I'm I, yeah. I'm I'm not very good at math, but I'm pretty sure that's not gonna work out. <laughs> Three ain't never been more than three. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not gonna work out. I'm just, I'm sorry, guys. And uh, y'all didn't have a, y'all just, 
I don't know what kind. I don't know what y'all defense went over before the game. Maybe I said, "Hey, y'all take the day off, guys. Peace. We just gotta just show up." You know, it seemed like they have nothing in place. No pass rush. No corners. And uh, I just, I was just, I wasn't blown away. I was just like, "Yo, the Bills was really outmatched," and I did not see this happening. I knew the defense was gonna be a problem, but not this big of a problem. Yeah, yeah. So the Chiefs, uh, the Bills are young. They're a young team, so they just got to make some corrections on the defense, man. They got to sign some free agents, draft, you know, build that defense. And uh, if they once they get that defense right, man, the Bills are definitely gonna be a Super Bowl favorite. They just can they or add add some leaders to that defense. Running back, running back. Yeah, running back. I mean. Uh, isn't Aaron Jones gonna be a free agent this year? I, I think know. so. I think he's in his contract. Is he? Wasn't he a rookie? He wasn't on his rookie deal. It was a good year for the Bills. It was. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't think they expected. Right. Right. They should have got Fournette when they had a chance. It, it, it just amazes me. It just amazes me nobody didn't go out to Fortnite, you know, once the Jaguars. They, they act like Fortnite screw. I watched Fortnite. I had Fortnite on my fantasy league uh, a couple years ago. I want to say last year, actually. And he did great. I mean, he did above average. And they were like, oh, he only can run in a straight line. He only, he can't know how to. He looked pretty dang good to me versus Green Bay. He made a juke move. He put on a uh, spin move, broke free, then scored that touchdown. It seemed like he had pretty moves to me. Here's some free agent running backs they could pick up. There's You got Kenyon Drake. You got Todd Gurley. You got uh, Mark Ingram, Kelvin Coleman, Matt Breida, Fournette, hmm. um, McKinnon, uh, Marlon Mack, Le'Veon Bell. I mean, there's James Conner. I mean, Gus look, Edwards. There's some pretty decent ones out there. Jamal I'm Williams. I'm looking at uh, Marlon Mack and uh, Leonard Fournette. I think that'll be a great duel. Aaron Jones is an unrestricted free agent. Yeah. So, yeah, he is a free agent. I mean, Phil Lindsay. I mean, they just need to throw some money uh, one on free agents right there, man. They need something. Because mm-hmm. uh, 48 attempts, man, the playoff game well, with Seton Terry and Russian Boss this time? Mm-mm. No. Right. And, and like your I backup is T.J. Gilden? Mm-mm. No. Right. I just, like I said before, I really think the only formula to beat Mahomes is, like, keep him off the field, bro. Exactly. You got I mean, yeah, we know Bills can pull the points. We know they can. We know Josh Allen can throw for five touchdowns. 400 yards. But they, but you don't want, they can't put up no points with the Chiefs. I know. The Chiefs score easily. Like, one play, the Chiefs can score. You know, it just... You don't want to have a shootout. You just don't. And, you know, Josh Allen, he's... You know, he's young, and um, and he's this is his first playoff game. So, why would you put him... Why you put that much pressure on that boy? I mean, you supposed to make things easier for your quarterback. You must make things more comfortable for your quarterback. Not throw the whole dang team on his back. 
and expect right. him to outdo Patrick Mahomes. Mm-mm. Gotta run the ball. You gotta run the ball, Chiefs. I mean, Bills, you got to. So we already know what Patrick Mahomes did. He uh, threw for 325, three touchdowns. They had uh, Williams, uh, he ran the ball for 13 times with 52 yards and a touchdown. Hill had nine catches, 172 yards. Kelsey had 13 catches, 118 yards, and two touchdowns. And the Bills defense don't have that. Have... <laughs> what did Kelsey have? 13 catches for 118 yards and two touchdowns. I know they don't have Bills don't have nobody on that defense. Uh, the defense secondary or linebacking core they can cover Kelsey. My word. I mean, my God, can anybody cover Kelsey? I mean, I swear. <laughs> I don't know. I nobody. mean, they're doing like six, seven. Hey. I don't hey, know. Man, I, I want to see these line. I want to see the Bucks linebackers against Travis Kelsey. Though I think that's going to be most of the Yeah, Devin White going to have to uh, have a have a game. He is. Cause to me, I don't even think he can cover Kelsey. He's fast, but man, Kelsey's a, a savvy veteran. Yeah, so, I like that, man. I like that dude. Yeah, it's just like when Deion Jones, you know, Deion Jones, he can cover too, but uh, man, Kelsey, man, he's the best tight end in the league. Wouldn't y'all say he's probably he's already top five all time tight end? Wouldn't you say? Easy. I don't know, man. I gotta think about it. I have to think. I think you, you do. You do not have to think about that. I do, man. All right. You so who y'all rather have? Sharp. Who y'all rather have? Shannon Sharp or Kelsey? Kelsey. Shannon. Uh, give me Shannon. Shannon. Oh no, that's tough. Shannon can do everything Kelsey can do, but I believe Shannon is faster. I think Shannon can block. Yeah, can Shannon just- can do it all. Yeah. I mean, I think he can run too, though. Oh, right now, there's somebody in the NFL right now. I take over Kelsey. I take Kittle when he's healthy. Uh, all right. So we got Shannon Sharp, Tony Gonzalez, Kellen Winslow, Gate, Gate. Antonio Gates, Gronk. Oh, he might not be top five. I forgot about Gronk. So he might be six. I don't think he's better than Kellen Winslow. I don't know y'all remember the old Chargers. Kelly Winslow, he broke records. I mean, he he shattered records. I actually went before my time. Yeah, you need to go watch it. Go watch some uh, go watch some uh, NFL films on Kelly Winslow. That boy was that boy was he paid away for tight ends. I think Kelsey over Jason Witten any day. What you say? I said I take Kelsey over Jason Witten any day. You take? Oh yeah, I take Kelsey over uh Witten. When he just he he he's good at uh knowing coverages and um uh, and uh finding holes in zones. He's reliable. But he, he Jason Wisdom, you like, dang man, Jason Wisdom just destroyed us. I believe Kelsey, he just come out there and just he just had no answer really. All right, so All right. uh the score was thirty eight to twenty four, Wayne close. Uh, you see the Bills players, they kind of got aggravated with the whole situation. They started fighting at the end. You know, it was understandable. You make it come all that way. Well, it's not really understandable. You got to keep your composure, but, you know, it's just how they feeling. So, man, that was just, it was a 
it was a boring game. I thought it was gonna be a little bit more exciting, but it just it was Bills and Chiefs was just too much. So if Tom Brady wins the Super Bowl, what does this do for his legacy? Nothing. <laughs> let me reset that. Hold on, let me reset that. Did y'all hear a uh, video pop up playing? No. Did y'all hear a video pop up playing? No. No. Okay. Must be on my end. All right. So, what, if Tom Brady wins Super Bowl, what does this do for his legacy? If I own just, let me ask you this: What if he doesn't win, or he do win? It you don't know, matter. It doesn't matter. It don't matter. It don't. I mean, him making it is like huge. Mm-hmm. But if he wins it, man, that, I don't even know what to say. Like, there's nothing else you can say about Tom Brady. He's just, he's a goat already. Well, like, I say that, but it, it, it does add to his legacy just because he came to the NFC and did it without Belichick. And if he beats Mahomes, he beats Mahomes in the Super Bowl. That's huge. Right. Yeah, because Mahomes will be the new, you know, the new era. He's the baby goat. Yeah, that's what they're saying. Big, the goat versus the baby goat. All right. No, if he wins the bowl, no, he definitely. I don't think nobody can make an argument. Uh, he'd be the greatest of all time. It don't matter what nobody say. You no, know, people still debating if he's the greatest of all time. Some people still pick Joe Montana. Uh, you know, they still yeah. have. Yeah, some people still pick Joe Montana. Um, well, you know, like it would also help his legacy because then he could say he won a Super Bowl without Belichick. Mm. But I feel I don't I don't I don't take nothing away from Belichick because I feel like you know he did put Tom in a situation to win. You know the back, the Pat the Patriots always had a good defense too, not always but most mm-hmm. of the time that Tom Brady went to Super Bowl had a pretty uh pretty good defense. So it's not like Tom Brady just had nothing. Like he didn't have like a, no defense. Like Drew, he all had a pretty good defense. Either way, so it just I, I already had him no more anyway. So it don't really do do much for me in per se. But I know others. You know they still they still have their uh their kicks about them. That's just haters. I mean, there's no way you can. If you really know football, you know he's a good. Hands down. Hands down. So, uh, I heard. I know y'all probably heard uh, Aaron Rodgers' comment um, after the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, my phone died, so I do not have the comment. Aaron Rodgers' comment. Yeah, he said something about his. his- Future was uncertain or something like that. He said a lot of people on the team's future is uncertain, mine included. Yes. Yeah. How much thought do y'all take into that comment? Mm, he just, he was just, he, that's two years in a row they made it to the NFC championship, couldn't get over the hump. And he, he was talking about how exhausted he was to put in all this, this work and get to this point. He told me how hard it was to get to this point and then just not being able to win it. 
He was yeah. definitely pissed at Matt before they're not going for that. Well, you know, Aaron Rodgers is a little prima donna anyway. So he, oh I think <laughs> he is, man. He takes things to 100 sometimes. He, just like when they dropped Jordan Love, you know, of course he has something to be upset about, but he, he was acting real, real prima donna like. He ain't guess going what nowhere. It wasn't like that, though. Like, it's not like, I mean, it didn't affect him on the field because he did that and then had an MVP yeah. season after that. He took it personally. He's like, yeah, I think he just used some motivation. Yeah. I just think I, he won his respect, man. If I he'd mean, have won this game and then won the Super Bowl against Mahomes, that would have been the most for his legacy. I think he'd have slid in the number two. Man. But this might be in the back of his head, though. Matt, Le- Matt LaFleur didn't respect him enough to let him go for it on fourth down. Like you said, that wasn't my decision. He had no choice yeah, in that decision. Right. So I would take that just spit. If they was Tom Brady, man, he going four on four. If they were Drew, guess what they doing? They going four on four. Yeah, so why he didn't the same respect as them? Yeah. So why would not? Why would he let not let Aaron Rodgers go for it? Cause it, yeah, it, cool. it, he wanted to. I, like I said, I watch a lot of Saints. I'm a Saints fan. So I see Drew plead with Sean all the time. I see I see Drew like stay on the field and Sean Payne like call him over, like come off the field and he like, We about to go for this thing. <laughs> and I seen so I seen Drew wave Thomas Morse stay off the field plenty of times on fourth down. It's just man, you wanna win the big games, you gotta make big, big choices. And that wasn't even like it was like that was a no brainer choice to go for that. It wasn't even a hard decision. So do y'all see that as disrespect? Yeah. Yeah, disrespect this game. Just still living. I do. Disrespect big time. But Matt LaFleur, he said uh, he want him back. You know, he said something on the lines of, you have to be crazy not to want, you know, the, the MVP of this league back on the team. You know, the leader of this team. It'd be crazy for me not to want him back. So he'd be talking to side you know, of his but- mouth. I don't know. But... The Packers cannot let Aaron Rodgers walk. I mean, he still got a lot of football in him. And uh, if I was Aaron Rodgers, look, I'd go somewhere else. I'd be like, I'd be like, good luck with Jordan Love. I'm going somewhere yeah. else. <laughs> I mean, they got a great team. Why would you want to leave that? Because he might could go somewhere else, like the Niners or something. Because he's from there. He's from uh, California, the Bay Area. I mean, wouldn't they have to trade Aaron Rodgers? Yeah. Yeah, so I don't think they'll send him to the 49ers. Didn't he say he wanted another contract, though? Yeah. Wait, how much How much they going to have to pay him? I bet he's going to want like a, what is he, 37? He's going to mm-hmm. want like a three-year deal, probably. Yeah, yeah cause I think he's making 37 mil right now. He, de- he deserves another contract after this year. You see yeah. all these quarterbacks playing, playing very well in today's sports. Exactly. I mean, look at Chad Henney. He's 34 and he's still playing. Yeah. The great thing. <laughs> I don't know about Chad Henney. <laughs> Chad Henney said, uh, yeah, I'm testing free agency this year. <laughs> he see James. He see all the other quarterbacks here testing free agency. They're going to be like 10, uh, 10 or 15 different quarterbacks in free agency this year. So Chad Henney going to throw his hat in the ring too. He might get a job. 
Uh, I want to take too much stock into what Aaron Rodgers said. You know, like I said, Aaron Rodgers is a prince. He's a drama queen, so he gonna make things. He gonna blow things out of proportion. But at the end of the day, he'll be back next year. I I, I truly believe that. I don't think he's going anywhere. I'll be shocked if they blow that yeah, team I doubt, up. I doubt he'll be gone. Two years in a row. I mean, they lost the Forty Nines last year and they lost the Buccaneers this year. I mean, you came really close. So why would you blow that up? Right. Yeah, he'll be back in the Packers, I believe. There's so many different quarterbacks on the trade block right now. Like, I don't even see, like, a place for him to go. I mean, obviously people would want him, but, like, I just, I don't know. I just don't think the Packers are going to trade him. I can't see him in another uniform. You said Brady? Did you see, I'm saying you didn't. Could you have seen Brady in another uniform before this? Yeah, because I knew they, that relationship between him and Bill Belichick soured, and um, he it could be the same way with him and Michael Fuller. Mm-hmm. And Brady did so much for the Patriots organization by taking pay cuts, and he still didn't give him no weapons. And yeah, I saw that relationship; it was just dissolving. Speaking of players, what did y'all? What do y'all think about? players and their social media accounts. Over the weekend, uh, we had MT, Michael Thomas, going back and forth with Carlton Davis, and MT going back and forth with fans, and and MT just tweeting all these different kind of things, talking about, he wasn't talking about his some of his teammates directly, but some of the, the, some of the comments he was making were kind of like shots at a certain individual, in my opinion. What, what, do, we, do y'all think that players talk too much on social media when they should just leave it alone? I, I feel like it did, it did them into a into a hole where they might split a rock locker room by a certain comments. Yeah, some I, of them I, do. I, I, I personally like the competitiveness, but I think I think MT be taking it a little far. Like, bro, you know you good. Yeah. Just just relax. He he's sitting there on his couch talking to Carlton Davis when Carlton Davis is getting ready for NC championship. What sense does that make? Really, Carlton Davis? He held you to no catches. Well, I don't like people say that that dude was injured. So I wouldn't say that. You can't really say that. You can't say that, but I mean, you can't be talking this like. At the end of the day, that dude crunchy and you played. Yeah, so like, there's no sense in him even talking. Exactly, that's, that's cool. what I'm saying. Like, so, do you think teams need put like a, a restraint on on Twitter, on certain social media platforms? Like, they need to put in player contracts not to engage in in uh, let me say in the uh, in arguments or disputes or anything like that. I don't think they should do that because, I mean, that's like, I mean, like, they should, I mean, I'd want to know which players were, who, what they were like, like, just like, see, like, who, I don't know. I just don't think they should put restraints on them just to see yeah, who they can, like, they, can, they can ruin the locker room now. Because a lot of Saints fans are really upset because yeah. he, it feel like he wasn't talking to take a shot at Drew, but I, it, it was like an underlying, underlying comment about Drew in there for sure. 
Yeah. So I mean that's that's their franchise for a long time. I don't he don't need to be talking about Drew Brees, man. I'm, uh, Drew Brees made yeah. him. Drew Brees made him. Uh, my phone died. Yeah, well, do you have that comment I sent you? Yeah. Tyler, did you see it? What comment? He said. He said, if a DB knows the quarterback can't throw deep, they going to play aggressive underneath with safety help over the top. Oh, yeah. He was, so and then he was talking about them. Get, get that boy some help. <laughs> so, if he's talking about if DB going to sit on their routes and play close up to the line of scrimmage because they know a quarterback can't throw deep, and he's trying to explain to himself why he has zero catches. So, who is he talking about the Green Bay game? But in reality, yeah. but it's an underlying tone of another game because he's making he an excuse. Oh, he's making an excuse. Know Rod- you know Rodgers can throw over 20 yards. I so he's so he saying he, talk- he was talking about Drew in that situation. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. He's explaining. He's playing, he trying to explain to Cardin Davis why he has zero catches. He said if a quarterback, if, if a quarterback can't throw deep, then the defense can play up and play on the routes. Right, so he's trying to have a little outlet onto why he has zero catches. So that really go back on Drew, who he's saying can't throw deep. So that's why the corners play up. So since he's right, said, he's right, but you can't say that. Like you can't yeah. say that. I understand, like talking, like talking trash people on Twitter and stuff, but like. You you don't need to be talking trash after you just lost and have the air catches. I'm sorry. And you can't say something like that because we already know who can't throw deep. I mean, it's not it's not rocket science. It's not like you got to be Sherlock Holmes. I know exactly who you're talking about who can't throw deep, and that's why Carson David playing up on you. Okay, if, if Drew can throw deep, then Carson David would have been playing on his route. But since he can't throw deep, then he like, well, Michael Summers can't go deep, so I'm not worrying about that. I'll say, but I don't think he meant it in any disrespect to Drew. He was just it came out in his case. Like, like you tell somebody, I don't like before you tell somebody, you say, "I don't mean no disrespect by this," but you say it anyway. Yeah, yeah. That was my gonna say, "Hey, Drew, I don't mean no disrespect, but hey, Carter Dale playing on on routes because he know you can't throw deep." I mean, I mean. I'd be pressing somebody the whole game if all they could run was a slant, too. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, well, don't do that, bro. <laughs> I'd say this. MT has some of the best route running skills of some of, of some of the top receivers. He don't run a 4-3 like Julio. He runs a 4-5, and he still get wide open. If he run a slant, if, but it, what's so crazy about it? If you know MT running the slant, why do he keep beating you? Physical. If you know, he's if so you, physical in the top of his routes, bro. Exactly. If you know somebody gonna do that move, and you can't stop it, what's that? What does that say about you? And what does that say about that person? That means that they own you, and they pretty dang good. If uh, if you can't stop it, and you know it's coming, it's just like playing an old head in basketball. If you know he's going to do that, that dumb back you down fadeaway and he's scoring every time and you get mad because he can't stop it, so you say, oh, that's the only move. You can't do nothing else. Why would he need to do something else if you can't stop it? So that's respect. I mean, that's just plain and simple. 
I mean, I'm not gonna change up something that you can't stop. If I can beat you on the slant and still gain and still have two catches for over hundred some yards, then they're making you look bad that you can't stop one move. So they're they're all slant talk and healing and run. I don't care about that. Because if you can't stop it, then you can't stop it. <laughs> you, that means you're not good enough. There's a lot of receivers I take. You know? Yeah. I mean, you can't, if you, you know Tyreek Hill going to run a fly every time. Oh, crossing around, and you can't stop it, then what does what that say about you? No, it just say Tyreek Hill's pretty dang good. Yeah. So players on social media, man, I think that they need, they need to really bat some and think about before they post. Because it can split rock, locker rooms. It can cost you a contract. And just off one tweet can just ruin everything for you. So I think players need take more consideration of who they're talking to and what they're talking about. All right, so we'll, we'll go on. We'll go on to some NBA news. Um, Wait. of course the Nets they lose to the Cavaliers mm-hmm. twice. What's going on in that situation? All right, they got all that firepower and they can't play defense. Uh, I, and I think they're still trying to mix together and figure out. Yeah, they're trying to figure it out. <laughs> they I want, mean, they how want can you figure out defense? Well, I, the, the other third, who they play yesterday? They beat somebody yesterday. I can't remember who it was. But they won yesterday, and this is the first time I've ever seen this, but they won, and Harden had like, Harden only had 20 points. Oh, I know you're talking about. They held, they held, um, they had the Heat to ace his points, I think. I think it was the Heat. Yeah, Harden went 7 for 10 from the field. Well, I don't know when was the last time I've seen Harden only shoot it 10 times. That's crazy. But I'm not even talking about scoring. How you need to figure out defense? Defense is one of the easiest things you can figure out when you play basketball. Yeah, they They're building the chemistry. Yeah. They're what? I get what Ben's saying, though. I get what, I get what you're saying. I don't. It's just it. Yeah, it's just they're they're trying to figure out their role. And neither one of them really play defense anyway. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, and when you play defense, it's nothing really to figure out your role when you play defense. You just know you got that man, and you know you got help side, and you know you just you collapse on certain plays. It's different though, because you got screens, like do we switch this? Are we playing? Like, you got to communicate. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you go. Uh, right. You go through screens, switching and walkthroughs. When you playing is you. This is the NBA now, so they got intel. They got scouts watching games, so they know who do what. It's not like we playing in high school and we just playing against a guy that we probably never seen before, so we don't know how that pick and pick and roll game is. So just like you playing against the Golden State Warriors. We already know Curry runs some pick and rolls, so we're going through that through walkthrough. Yeah, it's just different in a game time situation, though, like when you haven't played with these people. Like, that's where the chemistry comes in, like with the communication, because defense is so much about communication, and that's yeah, where the so chemistry what you my tells, What my coaches tell just open your mouth and talk. It's not that hard to play defense. It's really not. It's not like the NFL when you put in a whole package. Basketball is a little bit easier because of five guys. And all you got to do is just open your mouth. Like, screen, 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 screen. 
No, we used to have a code word when somebody said in the back screen. We were like, Fox, Fox, Fox. We know we it's just talk. You just talk to each other. Just simple words. And we know that what's coming. If I hear that code word, that means something's coming that, that I know. Yeah, but these superstars, but you know they ego big, they feel like <laughs> don't say nothing to me. <laughs> really? I, he said, "Don't say nothing to me, dude. You do, you do, just dropping forty on you. Don't say nothing to me. You're playing good defense. Don't say nothing to me. <laughs> to be fair though, Colin Sexton has a game of his life. Yeah, I like Colin Sexton, man. A lot. He's got a good game. He he's he's kind of clutch. Oh, one people having him like a couple years a uh, year ago. Huh? One yeah, people like yeah. doubting him a year ago." Yeah, now he's averaging like twenty five a game this year. Yeah. Well, he's only like six one. Yeah. Some people some people just take a little bit to develop. Would y'all trade Kyrie? Yeah. I would. Where yeah. would you send him to? Wherever whoever gives me the best options for a bench. I, I said the Raptors. I think the Raptors got a lot to give. I think they were trying yeah, to blow up that team. Maybe like a Kyle oh, Lowry, okay. Serge Ibaka or something? Well, Serge Ibaka is with the... Uh, or not Serge Ibaka. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was with uh, Clippers. Not Serge yeah, Ibaka. Clippers. You, mean, you talking about... Uh, OG Ananobi or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah. Or All right, they can get Van Fleet. Van Fleet and Siakam for Kyrie? Tyler, would you do that? I don't know. I don't know if I want to give up Kyle Lowry. I mean, they well, not know. winning. That, that might not be a good trade, though. That might not be a bad trade because they uh, still yeah. have Pascal Siakam. Mm-hmm. With Kyrie. I just don't know if the Raptors would trade Siakam. Oh, no, nah, he's untouchable. Yeah, he's he not going to get traded. What about Ananobi? I don't know if they trade him either because he's one of their million pieces. He's one of their, their main pieces. Because they couldn't just trade Van Vliet. They have to, they have to give somebody else, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll take Kyle Lowry. Kyle, I they think not. they're trying to unload him, man. If I can get Kyle they're Lowry with trade. another piece. They're not going to trade both Kyle Lowry and Van Vliet, though. Yeah, they're not. So, I'll take Kyle Lowry. He plays defense now. And he, he he's very competitive. Yeah. Well, they need, like, a – And he's not ball-dominant ball either. So, he passed it, you know – you know, just like in the finals, he wasn't doing much, you know, but he was still there. He he's still not out some some big threes. They really need to trade Kyrie for like a another point guard, like a point guard and like a wing player. Like they need another defensive wing. Yeah, I'm yeah, I would say something. Okay. Like I say, I think the Raptors got some depth on their bench. Well, not like deep depth, but they got quality. They got some quality. What about the Spurs? No. Maybe like a for like Patty Mills and DeRozan or something. I don't see Kyrie playing in that system yeah. under Popovich. I don't know. I see something like a. I don't see that very well. I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of It's hard. I think it'd be hard to trade Kyrie. I mean, they can't trade him because he was the one who came there first with KD. Do you have no trade goals? <laughs> I'm just being like, you know, that don't matter. <laughs> you ever. 
<laughs> hey, bro, it's a business. Nothing, nothing personal, <laughs> dog. Just business. No, you still come over and win every time you want to, but you, you gotta get up out of here. Right. So, yeah, I think they just need they just need a couple pieces, man, and that'd be straight. And um, I know Skip better say you high on them, but. I just need to, like you said, they probably just need a couple more games, and um, they probably iron, iron, iron out all the wrinkles and and they'll start playing a little bit better together. I only think they got to trade Kyrie because they can just wait until uh, closer to the trade deadline when they start doing all those buyouts and stuff like that. You know, there's gonna be some like mm-hmm. when people pretty, try pretty with, when people start unloading, unloading players. Yeah, when there's gonna be like some wings that are gonna be available that they're gonna want to try to get a ring. And they'll, they'll go there. Like they'll pick up some people. Yeah, so, they're trying to, they had, trying to uh, trade for uh, they're trying to trade for Kevin Love and Javale McGee right now. That's dumb. Uh, that's what. That's uh, like if they got Kevin Love, man, less defense. That's a but they need they need defense on the wings. They need defense in the front court. They need some wings. I don't know. Mm, Shaq, he made headways again. With uh, Bobby Mitchell, his out- outrageous comments, and uh, a lot of people saying Shaq has been taking it too far. If y'all haven't um, heard already, uh, I'm gonna bring y'all up to speed. So uh, the Jazz, they beat the Bel- the Pelicans that that night, one nine one twenty nine to one eighteen, and uh, Donovan Mitchell scored thirty six points, had seven rebounds, five assists, and so he was player of the game. He went to talk to Shaq. And uh, Shaq said, Spider, this is Shaq. I said, tonight, you are one of my favorite players, but you don't have what it takes to get to the next level. I said on purpose. I want you to hear it. What do you have to say about that? And Dominic Mitchell was like, all right. Then, uh, <laughs> then Shaq was like, uh, Mitchell said, that's it? And Shaq said, that's it? And Mitchell said, yeah, that's it. And uh, Shaq said, okay, cool. I just want you to hear it. Then Mitchell said, I've been hearing that since my rookie year. I'm just going to get better and do what I do. And Shaq said, good. That's why I wanted, you, wanted to hear you say, love your game, brother. Keep it up. Was Shaq out of line here? Uh, I think he told us younger better. Yeah, he, he just said it the wrong way. I don't know if he meant it the way that everybody's taking it, but he just did not word it right. You know, Shaq's very blunt. He don't he, 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 he don't know how to word things. He just blurts it out. He don't got a filter. I understand when yeah. I read the comment as an athlete I I don't take it as like he just being like totally disrespectful to my face. I see it as a challenge. I see it as like okay like it's just like a coach coming to you like you have what it takes, but you're just not there. You got to improve this and this and this, and I'm not seeing it from you right now. You, you, you take it you take it at face value. You take you know, the, the key points he said, and you work on that. You try to get better because he sees he see something in your game that's incomplete. And I think a lot of uh, pro athletes, they kind of like um, – they kind of, I won't say soft, but they sensitive, you know. 
Yeah. You a million you yeah, you a millionaire now. You just not a player, you a millionaire. A multi millionaire with a brand. So they they really I, I feel like they sensitive in comments and they take it to heart. It's just like when Jordan and um Jordan and um the Pistons going there and they were saying everything about Jordan, but they had respect for Jordan though. Some of them did have respect for Jordan. And uh, and you know Jordan, he was like the new era, and you know George kind of sitting, so he took it the wrong way. But they're really just trying to like you know usher in, like uh, show him to their style of basketball play. Not Isaiah, though. Isaiah disrespects Jordan. Yeah, but the other ones like John Sally and uh, uh, Joe Dumars and and that's kind of killer man out there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so. I think a lot of these players are sensitive. Well, Donald did it the right way. Yeah, and Donald Mitchell did it the right he way. Did. I would have said the same thing. I'm like, okay. I was like, I would say, I, I would say, I would say something like, "Well, that's your opinion," and uh, I, you know, that's uh, that's okay. Is that what you think? I would say something like I that. I just feel like these old players they feel entitled to the to these current NBA players' respect, and I don't think. Well, um, I think it'll like leave like that. You, sh- it's like a, it's like a fraternity, right? So right. the founders always gonna get the respect, right? So I, I feel like like NBA stars like Shaq, uh, Michael, Scotty, they, they looking at these players like y'all should. We pay the way we did. We, we did our dues. So you should respect us, guys. We are the old heads now of the game, and we know what we're doing, and we know what we see. Or we know the competitiveness of the sport. So you know, I'm I'm sure, a, I just, I just think they go about it the like Yeah, he was. I just think they go about it in the wrong way. Yeah, because like he was like, I think he was basically saying, "Look, you showed me something tonight, and I respect you now." Just in a yeah. weird way. Now, he did say he did start off like <laughs> you are one of my favorite players. Uh I guess he was trying to like soothe it, you know, like his apostle to keep you occupied while, you know, I'm about to serve you broccoli real <laughs> quick. You know, just to just get his tension off and then hit him with bam with a question like with a uh, statement like that. So it, a lot of people, LeBron of course, he took it as disrespect. That's not surprising. Uh, and some other players took it as disrespect, but no. At least you have bulletin board material, and you know what Shaq thinks of you. It's just not. At least you're not trying to kiss your butt like other analysts or other people try to do. At least he just. At least some people say he was trying to put attention on himself, which that's understandable. But hey, a sportsman is competitive, and we say competitive things, and we talk noise all day long. Yeah, it's nothing. It's nothing uh, personal. It's just it's just the game, man. It's just how that's how we wired. Right. Do Do y'all have uh any early early MVPs in the NBA? You know what I'm saying. Hey, mm-hmm. don't say it. You know what I'm saying. Don't say it. KD or you know what um. Embiid's having a good year so far. Jokic, Curry. I mean, LeBron's yeah, in I like Curry. 
Definitely KD before LeBron. Nah, they're not winning games over here. <laughs> Man, did LeBron win it last year? No, no, they gave okay, it to the okay then. So he ain't gonna win it this year. <laughs> they keep, they keep giving it to, they keep giving it to the guy that's starting though. He ain't gonna win it this year, so you, you might gonna change your player. Yeah, you're not gonna no, win. Wanna bet? Wanna bet? What hey, you, what you trying to bet? LeBron's gonna win, win it this year. I think LeBron's gonna win it this year, Ben. No, he's not. Yeah, you wanna bet twenty? Bet twenty. Yeah. Right. We'll do it like this. We bet a meal. A meal? All right. Wait. Like a, a meal to eat? Yeah. Oh. oh, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. We, we bet a meal. Like, no. I I treat you to uh, something to eat. No, where where you choose? Yeah. No, Brian. All right. I already got my. I already know what I want, Tyler. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm right list. I'm gonna make sure I pick something good. Yeah, if LeBron wins it, Tyler, don't take it easy on him. <laughs> I'm not. I'm on Luke Craig State. He's at Oklahoma Thorline State. They ain't talking about Applebee's. They gonna have to fly my food in. He's ain't talking about Applebee's steak either. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So I, I I saw uh, something on my Instagram. I thought it was very interesting. Uh, is Zion overrated? No, no, not at all. Y'all just saying, y'all he, just saying, y'all just saying no. But I want to hear why. He's not the problem. He's not the problem on that team. It's not what? Okay, what's not think about the team? What's think about him individually? What he brings to the table? <laughs> He can definitely get, he can definitely get better, but he just yeah, he will. So what he is right now, what he is right now, I think he he right where he needs to be. From from where he was drafted at, he's not yeah. overrated. No, and Lonzo overrated. Yeah, then Zion no. is probably overrated too. What? I don't know. How are you gonna compare Lonzo and Zion? Because they both were drafted pretty high, right? Okay. Lonzo ain't living up to the expectations, as you clearly see, because his game was incomplete. His shooting, his shooting was not there. It's not there. It's just not. So it's not going to carry over. Zion the same Zion. way. Zion doesn't. He's not always a shooter. Though. Zion can't. Well, Zion. I got like my comparison. I can see him with Draymond, a, a better Draymond. And Except he averages twenty four a game. But this only can take you so far, though. He's only a, he's only he's twenty old. years old, Ben. He's twenty years old. Okay, Kobe. How old was Kobe when he came in? But Kobe was way raw talent. Don't do that. That's you Kobe. <laughs> Kobe Bryant. Okay. Okay. What about uh? Carmelo, they have about similar game, and look what Carmelo did. Zion don't have none of that. Carmelo never even won a ring. Oh, but he's still one of the best power forward, top ten all the time. Zion, 
Come on, Ben. He's 20 years old. Let him grow into his game. If he's not grown, if I'm not seeing improvement, then then it's going to be dangerous. I'm trying to tell you. If he don't develop his game, it's going to be dangerous. I will agree with you on that. I will agree with you on that, but you got to let him. He only plays like 50 games. I'm just saying saying where he drafted that, man. You can't make he was think, hurt. He got hurt. You can't take it for granted. Cause like he's still he's still having conditioning problems. Right? Yeah, he do be tired. He be real tired of it. So that's not it's not bolding with uh, it's not going he putting up the numbers, but how long can he sustain it without involving himself? You gotta involve. Once you get to the NBA, you just can't do that. You gotta involve your play. You gotta involve who you are, what type of player you are. You gotta follow your conditioning. A lot of that, he's a lot not gonna go to his team though. But he ain't a bust, sir. I'm just saying, is he overrated? That's all I'm asking. I don't think so. Nah, like I say, to me, he's just a little bit. He's a of a, a step above Draymond. He reminds me of Draymond. He just does. Dude, they're not, don't disrespect him like that. <laughs> I mean, the Pelicans, look, they already putting people on the train block. Hey, what if they traded for Kyrie? That's not like, going to work. Lonzo is not going to work on that team. Or Bledsoe, Bledsoe and Ingram for Kyrie. He can't play defense either. And he can't shoot. Bledsoe can play defense? I said Lonzo. I know Bledsoe and Ingram for Kyrie. Lonzo is a great defender. Yeah, yeah, they get angry. I'm talking about. I'm just talking about Lonzo. Now, they looking for a point. Lonzo, they need a point guard. Lonzo would be perfect for them. Why? He would because he can pass. He can pass. He and can, I think he could. I think he could hit a spot up shot, a spot up three. But he can't play defense. Yeah, he can. Lonzo's actually Lonzo. known for defense. No, he's not. Trust me, he's not. He, he's a great. How is he good on defense? Hey, remember when he's he's a great defender. Hey, you remember what Angie said when he saw Lonzo play? He's a great defender, too. Tyler don't want to say it. Tyler don't want to say it. What did Angie say when she saw Lonzo play? He said he sucks. <laughs> but he's still a good defender. Now, nah, man, the Pelicans try to get rid of him. This is what this is going to be. Six his, uh, yards. He'd be a good one. He's going to go over there and be... He's going to be the best defender on the team if he goes to the next. Not better than – he's not a better defender than KD. Yes, he is. No, he's you not. You can't do that because KD's 7 feet tall. But you say he'd be the best defender on the net, but he's not better He's yes. not better defender than KD. Best on-ball defender. Yes, he is. Well, he's on Lonzo's the trade block. Defense. Ben, watch Lonzo play defense one day. Watch the Pelicans. I have. Lonzo, he cannot play defense. I seen dudes drive right past him. Like it just he he's what he sits sits, but come on. You still gotta move your feet. You sound wild right now, bro. You you still gotta <laughs> move your feet, man. You can't use your arms all the time. Can't use a link, you gotta move. He's a good defender. I seen him get left in the dust, bro. Everyone Cross, gets left by a simple by a simple crossover. Just left with his knees buckled. By who? I think it was a thing. Of, it doesn't matter about who. 
You can, I know you. As soon as I say, as soon as I say the player, as soon as I say the player, like, well, the of course, look who he's been guarding. Yeah, exactly. Man. <laughs> no man, no, I ain't giving you that mo. Exactly. You know, I right. just know he loves his knees buckled. Just know that, like he can't, he couldn't, he don't know how to move his feet on defense. All right, Ben. Name, name like five point guards that are better defensively than Lonzo. That's one on his team. Bless though. Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Rondo. Oh. So Rondo they had on steals in them key games. I'm talking like on ball defense. Lowry. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder. Fleet. We already seen what uh what he can do. On defense, on He's ball. Hey, John Wall's right now. John Wall, John Wall, oh yeah, there's another one. I mean, that's plenty. I'm just saying, Lonzo's a good defender. Well, like yeah. I said, he's on the train block. <laughs> I don't know who's training for him, but he's there. He might do a package deal or something. No, I don't see nobody just say, "Oh yeah, give me Lonzo." They were looking at. Um, they were trying to trade for. They were trying to trade for Kelly Uber. Who? Oh, oh, the Nets. That'd be nice. No, the, um, the Pelicans. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they need some scores. Because, you know, I don't know, man. It seemed like they were, they were, the team was coming together. Like, they were trying to make moves, and, and they just didn't mesh well or something. I don't know. That's Tell me about it. I feel like they should have never fired that coach. I forgot his name. Was it? No, it was it. Yeah, the uh, the the coast yeah. yeah, they should. Have, I feel like they shouldn't fire them. Uh, well, they ain't got any nothing. I don't know because they still in the same predicament, really. They it's like they worse. They are, they just worse because that roster is so bad. That's the worst roster yeah. in the league as far as fit. Hmm. All right, well, y'all have anything else y'all want to talk about? Anything y'all want to get to before we end the show? Not really. Just I want you to say that Zion's not a buzz. Uh, uh, I'll let you know at the end of the season. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my God. This dude ain't no buzz, bro. I, I didn't – oh, look, I, I, I just threw the question out there. I – I said I can see it him being a bust. I just made a, you know, an argument on why he can be a bust. But I'm like in the middle, so I can see why some people say he won't be a bust. I can see why some people say he probably is gonna be a bust. So, hey, I'm just a moderator. <laughs> well guys thanks for tuning in for into Voice of the Fam Sportscast with your host Ben Reels Tyler Wright and Taylor Gatwood uh, you can catch us on all social media just type in VOL Sportscast and we'll pop, pop up we're on major, all major platforms on podcasts Spotify, iTunes, CastBox 
So, uh, and we also have a YouTube channel, so check us there. And uh, thank you for all the support. And uh, we're gonna go, we're gonna continue to, you know, get better and grow and bring y'all great content. So thanks for coming on with us on this journey of sports, and I hope y'all enjoy our tape. And um, we'll see y'all next time. You are listening to Voice of the Fan Sportscast. Brought to you by none other than the voices of the fans. Discussing football, basketball, news, trending topics. The one-stop shop for all things sports. Voice of the fans, sportscast. Hosted by none other than Ben Swift Reynolds, Taylor Gatwood. And Tyler Wright. Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired their personal trainer as a caterer. All right, folks, let's keep this line moving. You there with the tongs. Picking up one Dutch's potato at a time will not cut it at my catering table. Drop and give me 50. But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Okay, this is what we call the wild mushroom and asparagus dip, dip, and press. Come on, let's get those plates above your heads. For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today.